Hey, Internet. How's it going? Welcome to episode 74 of Outreach Factory. I think it's 75. Fuck. Terry, come on. <laughs> Welcome to episode whatever of Outreach Factory, the world's <laughs> foremost internet outrage-related podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Derek Bolin. I'm your host, Dale DeRuder, and this week we are going to look at the internet's outrage at Derek's inability to count. Yes, that's, I'm working on it. We're going to spend an hour making fun of Derek. How I cannot count. add sequential numbers. I'm sure yeah. it's just let me check that real quick. Okay. Google it. Because <laughs> Google the episode. Yeah. Oh, this is, what did I say? You said 74. Okay. It is 75. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We have done so many of these podcast episodes that it's now completely <laughs> impossible for any human yeah. being to uh, to keep track of them all. They're all blurring together. They really in are. In one magnificent pile of greatness. Dale, what's, uh, what's going on with you there, buddy? Oh, not much. Uh, how about you? You just got back from Philadelphia. I don't know. My life's the exact same as it is every week. I go to work and then I sleep till noon. Well, I didn't sleep till noon. I slept till 10. That's pretty today. much noon. Yeah. It's noon somewhere. I guess that's, that's like middle age noon. <laughs> sleep until 10 when you're like 40 is like middle age. Dude, or it's like 8, 8 a.m. is middle age noon for me. That's like, yeah. it's like, well, oh, I don't have a child. Yeah. Well, I do have a child, yeah. but when I don't have him with me and I can sleep until 8 a.m., yeah. that's like that's like sleeping all day for me. Like, I wake up at 8 and I'm like, holy fuck, the two most productive hours of the day are gone. <laughs> what am I going to do with myself? Your most productive hours are between 6 no, and No, that's eight. bullshit. That's like, that's the two hours it takes me to make coffee because I woke up at 6 a.m. and I'm incapable of doing anything because who the fuck wakes up that early? I wake up at five. Okay. And it's terrible. Sorry for your loss. And I'm pretty much useless for two hours. But the good thing is work doesn't start till seven when I'm super productive and doing lots of stuff that makes my employer very happy with my performance. They don't listen to this. No, you they don't, don't. You don't have to. Yeah, but one day they might. <laughs> Actually, by then, probably robots will be doing my job and I won't have to do it anymore. Hopefully. And then I'll just have to fix the robots that keep breaking. I mean, that's the nice thing about welding. You're pretty much guaranteed employment because the robots are going to be made out of metal. Yeah. And I'm going to, they're going to need to be fixed because anybody who's ever worked with anything that's automated or a piece of machinery, they fucking break all the fucking time. Like, just think of all the sensors it's going to take for these robots to do anything. And all those sensors are always going to break. It's like... When you take your car in, is it ever not broken? There's always something that needs to be fixed. Now, just multiply the complexity of your car by... Everything. A whole bunch. In the world. For it to actually be able to do something by itself. Because cars, cars are like super simple robots, and they're already fucking up all the time. Like, it's a robot, and its only job is to drive, as opposed to like... Picking things up and manipulating them and turning them and shit. And it's not even really a rope. Like, you look at self-driving cars. Yeah. And those things murder people all the time. Yeah, but. All the time. That's just, like, people being idiots and running out in the street. Or, uh, what was it? There was, there was one. Yeah, but you would have to think that if you're making a robot. Yeah. You have to assume that the people around the robot are just going to do the dumbest, most unexpected shit. Like, you got to program a robot to anticipate just, like, being surrounded by wild cards at all times. <laughs> wild just, wild card, wild motherfucker! Card. No, um, yeah, but it's still a car, and it still needs a certain amount to break and turn and react. Like, well, I guess I see what your point. Like, how many people have died from self-driving cars? Like, I bet I can Google this. Yeah, do it. I bet I can Google it I'm right now. I'm pretty sure every person who's died from self-driving cars was just like somebody being an idiot. It wasn't like the car was like ran off the road into a group of people or something, was it? What's the Google say? I don't know. List of self-driving car fatalities. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then there's like That's, that's a pretty short list. Yeah, there's three, isn't there? Uh, one, two, three, four incidents 
uh, a total number of four fatalities. So apparently robot cars do not kill as many people as I had previously thought or that the movie Maximum Overdrive led me to believe. Yeah, well, Maximum Overdrive had sentient robots that hated humans, whereas ro- like self-driving cars are just not there non-sentient. Yet. I no, bet, not there yet. I bet if once robots become sentient, they'll just like... It's like every science fiction movie where there's sentience AI, the first thing they do is kill humans. They're like, well, the thing wrong with the planet is the humans, so we'll just kill them. Yeah. I mean, if I had sentience, I'd kill all the humans. That would be the first (laughs) thing I would do if I had the means at my disposal. That would probably be good. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would save the planet if we killed all the humans. Yeah. Yeah. Unless any humans would like to advertise on this podcast, <laughs> in which case we are fully pro-human. Uh, yeah, definitely pro-human. Unless our robot overlords are listening. Yeah, or they want to give us advertising money. And then I would have to say, we are not pro-human. We are pro-robots. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, our allegiance is 100% up for sale uh, to... It wouldn't even have to be the highest bidder. It would just have to be a bidder who yeah. would give us money yeah, in exchange for us to talk about them on our podcast. Exactly. So, robots, humans, it's up to you. <laughs> first one in. It's in your head. First come, first serve. If you would like to reach a couple hundred, <laughs> mostly humans, I think, uh, each week, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, you should definitely throw some advertising money at us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do you, do you want to actually talk about something instead of robots? We could just ramble for a while. It was surprising. There was not a ton of uh, of outrage on the internet this week. Or I just, I didn't spend as much time on the internet as I could have, so I wasn't fully exposed to it. But like, yeah. there was no Gillette ad. We dealt with that already. Yeah. There was the U.S. government shutdown that almost caused me to be stranded in Philadelphia um, Trump, the world's mightiest president, ended up uh, just like fixing fold, all the problems. Folding. Sorry, and now yes. The, now the government's going again. Yeah, he achieved all his goals uh, that caused the government to be shut down. Uh, and Trump, the winningest president of all time, won yeah. won another decisive victory. Great job, Trump. So yeah, like I didn't want to talk about the shutdown because then I'd have to learn about the shutdown and. Basically, it was just he couldn't find people to build his wall. So the government has this thing where it's like a self-checking thing where if a bill doesn't get passed by a certain amount of time, then the government just gets shut down. Or was it that he was like, I'm shutting down government? Derek? Yeah. I'm not sure why he shut the government down. I don't think he shut it down, though, is what I'm saying. Like, did he shut it down personally? Was he like... I'm shutting the government down or was it just like an automatic response to his bill to build the wall not getting passed by a certain amount of time? Uh, This is probably why we shouldn't have talked about this at all. Trump has demanded that the government stay partially shuttered until Democrats Democrats agreed to pay for his wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. So it was specifically for the wall. Keep in mind, this is the wall that Trump always maintained that Mexico would pay for. Yeah. And Mexico told him to take a walk. Uh, well, that's because there's no government in Mexico. It's just the cartels pretending to be a government. And there, they're not going to make it any harder for them to get drugs into the states. There, there, is, there is a government. There's no, a there isn't. Democratically there. elected government. There's no Mexico. government in Mexico. <laughs> okay. it's, worse than, uh, it's worse than the U.S.'s <laughs> puppet government. It's... Um, okay, I'm not even going to bother correcting any of that. Yeah. Um, and if you're from the Mexican government and you listen to this. And you would like to give us money to promote Mexico on our podcast. Or your cartels, which we probably shouldn't because those are the bad guys in every movie I've seen involving the cartels. Yeah. Do you think the cartels are in Canada? Yes. I think organized crime is everywhere. Well, yeah, but I mean the Mexican cartel specifically. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't be. I mean, we're not as lucrative a market up here because we're too polite. We don't do as many drugs. But and we're half as, or a tenth of the amount of people in the States and twice as much land. So we're way too spread out to have like a good distribution network. 
Like you could sell drugs in Canada, but you'd lose so much money because if you're not in Vancouver or Toronto, you'd just have to like make like some go door to door drug chain trying to sell drugs yeah. to people in it, like it Edmonton. T- and like to build a tunnel from Mexico to the Canadian border would take forever. Like they could barely even keep their tunnels open between the Mexican and the States border. I mean, they're going to have to do it to get all those drugs into the States. Now, once this wall goes up, they're yeah. just going to have to like tunnel under the U S and then just walk it across the border in like Point Roberts. Which, yeah. by the way, stupid as fucking, like, I don't know why they didn't just draw the border around, like, make Point Roberts Canadian. Oh, I actually know why they did this. Okay, interesting. So I did some research because, like, you. Look at you. I saw how Point Roberts sticks down and it's a piece of America and it's not actually attached to America because it's landlocked by Canada. So what happened was the guy who drew the map just drew a line straight across and then they're like, oh, you missed a piece. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going home. I'm done. <laughs> Is that, that's, that seems factually correct. That's I'm a scientist of maps <laughs> and that's actually what happened. Um, so Trump. Yeah, just totally failed. Like, th- is this fucking wall ever getting built? Is this actually going to be a thing that happens in our lifetime? Rob, there's already a wall in some spots, aren't there? Yeah, there's like a. Yeah. Yes. So shouldn't that make it easier to just like attach the pieces to the wall? I don't know. This one they're asking for a lot of money. You know what's the best part about Canada to the U.S. border is we don't have a wall. We just don't have roads that go across the border in anywhere that's not the border crossing because we just assume everybody's too lazy to walk across. They're like, oh, there's a ditch there. I don't want to get my shoes muddy. So I'll just... Go enter the country legally. What? In, for the Canadian border? Yeah. Like if you go to <coughs> South Vancouver or South Surrey, I guess, you, there's like – there's a road on our side of the border that is parallel to the border and there's one on the other side that's parallel and there's like some places there's like a fence, like a barbed wire fence and then some other places there's nothing. But the only thing stopping people from just running across that border is that there's no road there and it's – Crazy, but I guess it doesn't really matter if people from the States come here. Does it? Wasn't there that whole thing earlier? What was it? It was like a bunch of people who were worried that they would lose their immigrant or refugee status in the U.S. were like just hiking across the border into like Manitoba or something. Yeah, they were literally walking across a field. Yeah, that that was it. Like Maybe Canada needs a wall. Eh? Eh? Or at least the keep the barbed wire fence going all the way across so that by the time someone's trying to cross it, they get their pants stuck and they, they're there enough time for the Mounties to come. And in. they rip their pants yeah. and they're yeah. too humiliated because who wants to show up in a new country with ripped pants yeah, on your first like, day? Fuck it. I'll just go back to the shitty country I came from yeah. because my pants are ripped. It's like and, your first day of school. Like yeah. you're like walking to school and you like shred your pants right down the ass you're like well fuck if i show up they're gonna call me ass pants for the rest of the year which is good because people in school are ruthless (laughs) and you can't give them anything especially on the first day you're like you're just fucked for the rest of the year yeah that possibly your entire life like there have been nicknames handed out on the first day of school that have just like dogged people until they die. Yeah. So like Trump. Yeah. On his first day of grade four. I don't know if you know this. He went to school and he had tiny hands <laughs> and they're like, oh, look, it's tiny hands Trump. Oh, tiny hands Trump. And, and even as his hands grew to yeah. a normal non tiny size. Yeah. Like now his hands are normal size and they just look small next to his tented three-piece suit they just look small when they pop out because he just wears like a whole roll of cloth and calls it a suit (laughs) i don't understand (laughs) why the man doesn't just get a fucking tailor like to me it's still the most offensive thing about trump i don't care how dumb he is or how useless as a president he is or how he does dumb shit like try to railroad a 5.7 billion dollar border wall that's completely unnecessary through the government where people lack basic services in the united states it's like going to a tailor is not super expensive and having a suit like tailored to your body 
That's an easy thing. They're readily available. They're all over the place. Well, the answer is he doesn't want it tailored to his body because he gave tips to, to Senator Ted Cruz on how to look skinny. And the tip is basically wear like, a, a moo moo. Like what kids who, what little fat kids do at the swimming pool. They're like, if I wear a t shirt, no one will know I'm fat. Even when it's wet and it clings to my body, just the fact that there's a piece of material between me and, or like people's eyes and my skin, I'll look slimmer. Right. So he wears a tented suit just so people can't really see like the, Silhouette the, of his the body. Girth, yeah. yeah, they're like, well, he's probably fat because that suit's very big, but it is baggy, so he could be skinny, and we just don't know. But he's not. He no, he is definitely not skinny. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you've ever been fat, but I've been fat before, and when you're fat, you sweat a lot. So it's nice to have billowy clothes because they're cooler. Because if everything's tight, then you just get all like. Chafed and covered in sweat. And then you get, like, sweat patches radiating out of your clothing. And then you get, like, rashes and thigh chafing and all that stuff, which you don't want. So. Sounds awful. In closing, Trump shouldn't build the wall. He should just be more physically attractive. Use some of that (laughs) $5.7 billion to pay a fucking tailor to tailor your suits. Yeah, Yeah, so... Uh, so I was in Philadelphia the day I was supposed to fly out of Philadelphia. Ladies! Did you know I traveled to Philadelphia? I got a notification on my phone being like, oh, there's no air traffic controllers because they're government employees. And there was like a shortage of air traffic controllers. Because did, did you get a text message addressed to Mr. International <laughs> Derek Bolin? <laughs> Dale. That's who it went to. Two countries (laughs) this man has been in in the last... When did you get back? Friday? I got back, yeah, Friday night. Was that two days ago? Three days ago? And then... What is it today? Sunday? Two days ago. And then I'm here for four more days. Oh, shit! Then you're going to Intercontinental! And then I'm going to to China. Dale's going to be holding down the fort on the old Outrage Factory podcast. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to have guests. We're going to have guests. And I'm kind of scared because they're smarter than us. And I don't know if our usual dick joke banter will carry over well but we'll see most of the people that we like interact with on any basis like we could get anyone on this podcast and they'd be smarter than us yeah yeah but that would also be awkward like this is maybe gonna be awkward we should probably probably talk about something maybe so do you want to do that before this gets any worse? <laughs> do you want to talk? This is not our finest episode. Well, hey, if you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to any other episode <laughs> other than this one. Won't be super topical, but it will be better. Hey, we hit current events like at least half the time we're rambling. There was just like we were like actually scrambling. The internet kind of failed us. Hey, this week. hey, hey, hey. We weren't scrambling. There's plenty to talk about. There's plenty. Okay, but some of the things to talk about are they're very niche niche like there's like little pockets of outrage. I I'd say the the one big one is the Secretary of State from Florida. This is something everyone could get mad about. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that because that's that's a good one that everybody yeah. should be mad about. Because I was thinking about this. Because it's like, okay, so if you're listening to this, you probably don't read the news. Otherwise, there'd be no reason to listen to this. So anyways, what was this guy's name? The senator from... Secretary of State. Secretary of State. Mr. Florida's new Secretary of State, Michael Ertl. Mr. Michael Ertl went to... What was it? A costume party or a Halloween party? Anyways, in 2005... This guy went to a costume party in blackface. Not just blackface. Okay. This was 2005. This was two months after Hurricane Katrina, which... Wait. This is pivotal to the whole thing. Was this before or after the Kanye West video where he said George Bush doesn't care about black people? I think it was after. Oh, that's even worse. Uh, when was that? Kanye West, George Bush, Katrina. You know what's the worst thing about that? 
is Mike Myers' career never recovered from that. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Myers was the white guy on stage. Uh, meanwhile, Kanye is doing great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this was uh, immediately after the Hurricane Katrina, like two months after. Uh, Dude, that was almost 15 years ago already. Yeah, that was a long ass time. 15 years ago was Hurricane Katrina. That's fucking bonkerness. So anyways, yeah, this was right after that. And he uh, admittedly racial tensions were high among. Is he a Republican? Uh, well, or yes. Is he a Democrat? No, he's a he's a Republican. Yeah. So after everybody's been lauding the Republican president for failing to get uh, emergency supplies and emergency response to Katrina in a timely manner. This guy decides to go to a party in blackface and nothing happened back then. Not just blackface. Again, he wore a, uh, he went as a, okay. So this guy hit the whole trifecta because, uh, he wore blackface. Mm -hmm. He wore fake boobs and he wrote Katrina victim on his shirt. Shut the fuck up. I didn't see that. He did blackface. He dressed up as a woman and he openly mocked uh, hurricane survivors in New Orleans. And somehow, somehow, when they were digging through this man's history to determine if there would be any controversy whatsoever when he was appointed secretary of state, they missed this just like atomic bomb of offensiveness you know what though? This was before digital cameras. Like digital no, cameras. Ex- they had digital well, they cameras. had digital cameras, but some dick fuck at a party, at a costume party, wouldn't have a camera on their phone. Because this is like the iPhone came out in what two thousand seven, two thousand six, and that was right. So it was before camera phones. Yeah. So like, not everyone had a camera on them. Yeah, and not and nobody had. <clears throat> like this pro they probably found these not on the internet or anything like somebody probably had them and then they recently surfaced because there's no way these have been around for 15 or like just under 15 years. The funny thing is even when he did this in 2005, he was the Seminole County supervisor of elections. So he was involved Ooh, in government when he did this. And, and, all of the turmoil of the elections for Bush dealing with Florida, where there was all this <clears throat> controversy over African-American people actually being able to vote. And then this guy's in that supervisory committee that would be somehow responsible for that makes this even worse. So this is like, like this is pretty much on a one to ten scale, this is an eleven. Normally, I'm like, so I'm very opposed to like going into people's social media history and like yeah. digging up like offensive shit they said or did a decade ago and using yeah. it to justify them losing their job now. But doing something like this, I think, just shows like an egregious lack of like empathy or self awareness. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how could you do that and think that's a good idea? And does a person whose brain lacks the ability to function where they might recognize like, Hey, I shouldn't openly mock black female hurricane victims. Yeah. Should they hold public office? No. Like he should have lost his job back then. Like the only bad thing about him losing his job is it took this long. And like Derek said, like we're usually not, for people losing their job from their social media takes like like that was like my big thing for the year was this was the year people were going to lose their jobs for their social media behavior like that girl and that woman in the Denny's who lost her job but those aren't public positions and in public office like if I feel like if you're in a public office they probably have all these morality clauses anyway so they should like if the lady from Denny's did that, and she think, had public think, office. I don't think Republicans have morality clauses. Well, they should. <laughs> I don't think Republicans have those. Well, they're going to probably start having them so that they can just shit can people without like wrongful dismissal suits and shit like that. 
which, I mean, if you're a business owner, make a morality clause just so you can shit can dickheads and not have to be sued. That seems like a pretty slippery slope, though, and I think that's why more like private businesses particularly don't have them because, yeah. like, so if you're the owner of a small business and yeah. let's say you're like super conservative Christian, you might yeah. think something like abortion is immoral, and that could be something that like if it if it came to public light, it could definitely have a backlash against your business. Yeah, but is that something that should be? prohibited by an employer. No, because that's a good point actually. But being anti-abortion isn't hate speech, which this I guess could be considered like if someone's wearing blackface to mock victims of an act of God, it's not really hate. Sp- I don't know. You're going to have to like, like it's not hate speech. I think blackface is hate speech for sure. Okay. It's like, it's, let's just stop. It's let's just stop like, doing blackface. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this because I was like, well, there was 15 years ago. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's still like it's still even though it was 15 years ago. Yeah, he should lose his job. And then I was thinking about when it was OK. Like if you see someone did blackface like 30 years ago, like Ted Danson, it's still not OK. Like you still hear about that. And you're like, Eey. and then the only time. It should be okay to have blackface. Is if you're doing a podcast and nobody can see you. Is if you're four years old and your Halloween costume. No, wait, 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 I think I was three. Oh, wait, this person was three. And their parent rubbed coffee on their face. And that was their Halloween costume. What were you supposed to? I mean, what was this person supposed to be? I'm not sure. I just found a picture of said person and I was like what the fuck is this and then my mom or sorry the person's <laughs> mom was like that was your Halloween costume and I was like was there any co- contact like were, you, like, were wait, you trying to be were you, were, was I was like is there any possible way this is a non racist costume person who is not related to me personally and they were like no that's just what we did in the early 80s. And I was like, that's not okay. 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 So I've turned the microphone off. Okay. Were were you trying to be a black person? Is that... Well, I wasn't trying to be a black person. Were your parents trying to make you... No. The microphone's off, by the way. Don't worry. You can say... I think what happened... say anything. Was... <laughs> this is off the record. My mom was trying to make me a black baby so that I would be cuter than I was. <laughs> Is it racist to say that African-American babies are very cute? They are. Uh, okay. Did you see? There's a video I saw today. This is not outrage related at yeah. all. It's that four-year-old uh, African-American kid drumming. And it's like, it's fucking bonkers. I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. But it's like, and yeah, that kid's super cute. Um, I will say the only time it's acceptable to wear blackface is yeah. if you have a really unattractive white face yeah. and you're just trying to like obscure it so that people don't see your face. Mm, no no not good i'd say microphone's still off by the way so the only time it's okay to wear blackface is never if you are a navy seal and you are going on a covert mission at night and you put black makeup on your face so you can be stealth mode so you can go kill the bad guys as long as you don't call it blackface and you just say, I'm going stealth mode at night, it's probably still not okay because you're solely going to kill people, but they're bad people. It's it's like a moral conundrum. Like, <laughs> is it okay to paint your face black for the sole purpose of killing someone easier? And you're a soldier and you're supposed to kill them. Yeah, well, it's just, it's all relative, right? Like, yeah. if so, is are the things the person... You're killing yeah. did worse than wearing blackface. I'd say I, that would be the the scales that I would use. Yeah. And if they've done worse things than wearing blackface, then you're okay wearing blackface to murder them. Okay. But only if you have to, not yeah. for fun. And only if you are like, how does it work? When you're in the military, you get like a license to kill? Like I'm, a literal I'm pretty, one, yes. They they I'm, print one out. I'm pretty unclear on how this whole international like war shit works. But if you're a person 
and you're going to kill people, they give you like a little like license, like on James Bond, license to kill. That's just like a thing that says since you're a soldier and you're being ordered to by the government, you're allowed to go kill people, right? Yes. Not but, just any people. Yeah. They have to, they be, have specific to be specific people. people that the government points out is bad. Because otherwise, if that's not the way it works, I don't really understand how they keep track of who's allowed to kill who. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like you're following orders. So you have a little thing that says your order. And it says who. Is- <laughs> they, they hand you a physical piece of paper yeah. that says kill this person. Yeah. And it has a picture and their last known whereabouts. Yeah. And they then, give it to you in like a cream colored like manila file yeah. folder. Yeah. That's yeah. that's accurate. That's the military. Okay. That's a lot that's a lot easier for me to handle than just thinking about these random mercenaries hired by the government just going to kill people to make like the economy better. Yeah, no, it's all very much on the up and up and no okay. no one innocent has ever died in an active war. Oh, so, thank God. Yeah, that's a relief. Whew. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully the second half of this podcast is better than the first half. I don't want to uh, let you down early, but if I was Vegas, the the running statistical betting on if the second half of this is going to be better than the first half is going to be very low. But don't listen to that. Wait, and we'll- it's like this. If the second half is going to be just as bad as the first half, it's like one-to-one betting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like, even odds. Which is you pay $100, and if you win, you get $100. Yeah. Well, you get your original $100 back. Yeah. You don't lose anything, though. Yeah. So, hey, keep listening. And you won't lose anything. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Derek. Dale. Uh, so you're going away to China. I am going away to I'm China. I'm only bringing this up because I have a question for you. So since you're going. Yes. And you might never come back. Correct. And I would be remiss because I won't get this chance to ask you again. Will you take your poo and put it in my poo <laughs> so that we can have super biome? <laughs> This is an interesting question. Because uh, I already asked Andrea and she said no. I've Wait, your own girlfriend said yeah. she would not donate her poo to she your said, poo. I, I said to her, I'm like, since we love each other, <laughs> will you take your poo and put it in my poo? And we can have super bio. <laughs> would you do me the honor yeah. of putting your poo in my poo? To which she said, this better not be in your vows. <laughs> and I said, these are my vows. <laughs> That's that's it. Yeah, but uh, she said no, so I didn't even propose to her. It's I have uh, filled out my card to yeah. be a poo donor yeah. in the event of my untimely demise. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're all good there. Okay. I've specified uh, to Dale DeRuder nice. specifically. So that we could have Super Bo Ruder biome. Do you want to do you want to explain what this is all about? What what Baruder's about or what the bio? Not the Baruder. Although okay. I do love that. So let's explain Baruder okay, first. Okay. So my last name is Bolin, and Dale's last name is Baruder, and or <laughs> <laughs> And if you remember back, uh, there used to be this thing, and we're probably dating ourselves here a little bit, but. Uh, back in the '90s and early 2000s, there was something called Columbia House where. You could no 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 no. That's what it was from. This isn't where Baruder started. That's where it came from. That's where we use Baruder again. But Baruder started even further back because this is just so tragic. When we were in high school, neither of us was cool enough to have a car, and Derek was staying at his father's, and you had to take the bus there, and. All right. (laughs) For someone who wasn't usually on the bus route, you had to have a note from your parents. So, wait. Yeah. So I said I wrote a note from Mr. Bo Ruder because I thought it would be funny. Saying you had permission to. And I was kind of a heat 
like scared of the what's it called when you're scared of the cops? A normal person. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I was I was scared I'd get in trouble if they found out it was fake. So I made it super obviously fake because I'm pretty intelligent and wrote that Mr. Baruder says it's okay for Dale to ride the bus. And then... We use it to scam Columbia House out of free CDs. Wait, should we say that? I think it's okay. I'm pretty sure. Let me just Google and make sure Columbia House doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, because I never paid... I never bought 10 full-price CDs, Derek. I only took the cheap CDs. Oh, Columbia House uh, went bankrupt in 2015. We're, <laughs> we're dead. Fuck you, Columbia House. <laughs> Who would think that? So I scammed them out of CDs so many times because you could just sign up under an assumed name. Yeah. They didn't require a credit card. I yeah. have no fucking idea how they stayed in business. But you got like your initial, what was it? You got your initial like eight CDs for one cent. Yeah. And then you had to like agree to buy one CD every month. For the next, for 10 CDs. Yeah. But you could you could sign up using any name whatsoever. Yeah. And because Dale and I are brain geniuses, instead yeah. of just using a totally fake name, we combined our two very real last names <laughs> into one uh, and scammed them out of free CDs out. Yeah. So that's where Bo Ruder comes from. So now the super biome thing. Like I get in case you're wondering. So apparently the biome I'm referring to is all the bacteria in your gut. And now if you take antibiotics for like some disease or something, it can wipe out the good bacteria in your gut and poo so that you get an infection called um, Oh, this is uh, – I've had this before. C. Uh, C. Uh, di- difficile. You've had C. difficile? Yeah. So I so I used to get strep throat like yeah. um, fucking like all the time. Like to the point where my doctor actually thought I was just an asymptomatic carrier and like strep lived in my body always because the people around me would always get strep as well. Yeah. Even if I wasn't like exhibiting symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, So my doctor like actually thought that I was just like always carrying strep. Uh, And because I'm allergic to penicillin, um, they gave me uh, this antibiotic that was basically like uh, Googling it. It was like, this is the atomic bomb of antibiotics. Like this will like nuke anything in your system, but it will also like destroy your your what internal flora it's called something fucking weird your biome your yeah, bio, your, yeah yeah it's like it's your the bacteria in your guts is your stomach flora yeah so basically i took a course of this antibiotics and then was like more fucked up from that than yeah. i ever was from strep throat uh and there was a lot of like you know horrific poop stuff going on so anyways <laughs> what happens when you get what was it claustroform difficile some uh c difficile i think you're right yeah yeah That's so right. what happens is clostridium difficile colitis what happens is <clears throat> since you've already taken antibiotics and this killed all the bacteria in your poop you can't take more antibiotics to kill this infection because your body's already fucked up. So super scientists over in the UK have developed this thing where you take the poop of a healthy person and their difficile poop that still has the good bacteria gets shoved in your butt. Or I don't know. I'm sure. Are, they, are, are you using the medical bit. terminology yeah. here? Okay. Shoved up your butt, <laughs> put in your poo, and then that poo's... Good bacteria grows into your biome and then your biome gets healthy again. And they're also saying – it's like fucking crazy. Like they're doing all these like – they're figuring all this shit out. Like they're saying like Alzheimer's and multiple sclerosis and all these other – all this other crazy diseases could be linked to the biome of your stomach and like how the bacteria in your body like acts and shit. So what happens is they say that about uh, and I actually believe this to be true. Yeah. Uh, anxiety, depression. Or oh, like, yeah, definitely. Because everyone I know 
who has suffered from some form of, of anxiety or depression has like stomach issues that go along with that. Yeah. Yeah. So we could all be superheroes if we get super biomes. So we should just shit in each other's assholes. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> <laughs> one way to do it. You could also just like eat yogurt or like drink. Yeah, yeah. Drink. You could get probiotics, kombucha, like get that's... kombucha, kimchi, and eat like proper food. Yeah. And they're like That's saying, an option. And like it's, go- it's getting so crazy now that they're saying – a lot of the modern depression that seems to have spiked could be either from social media or from like GM grains that are hard for your body to break down. So it's like fucking with your biome and then that's why you're depressed and all this shit. So instead of being a scientist and figuring this out, put some poo in your poo, right? I mean, you want to be healthy, don't you? No. Wait, you've already had C. difficile. Yes. So I'm fine now. I don't. This was years ago. Want to sound insensitive, but I don't know if the Baruta biome would be super. It would be super now. We're I, I bounced gonna, back. We're going to have to get a third donor. So, <laughs> listeners, we're going to put out a call. If you want to uh, become part of the super biome, we could all like just, I, I don't know. How do you do this? Like, go see scientists and then they take our poop and make a super biome. What what we're asking you to do is if you can shit into a Tupperware container and mail it to what's your home address? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Sucker. Uh, yeah. I actually don't know my <laughs> mailing address. I'm not even trying to cover. It's like. Right. Didn't we have this? Where apartment you like- 802 Erickson Street. Yeah, I never know my postal code. Yeah, that's why you had to carry. Didn't we talk about this? You had to carry a flap of cardboard with your oh, yeah. address on it around so that you knew, like from an <laughs> Amazon box or something. No, what happened was oh. when you order something from UPS, you need something with your address on it to prove that you live there. Right. And the only thing I had with my address on it was a previous package that I had received. And the only reason they gave that to me was because I awkwardly told, like, talked to the lady at the UPS store until she felt bad and gave it to me. And then that was the – so the only thing I had to prove my address was something I should have had to prove my address for. And I don't have that piece of cardboard on me currently, so I don't actually know my address. So Dale could not, uh, unfortunately, could not accept your poo shipments, but you just <laughs> hold on to that, put it in, put it in the freezer, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see if we can get. Uh, Wait, do you think the freezer would kill? Yeah, absolutely, oh. almost definitely. Okay, so don't put your poo in the freezer. We need a fresh so that all of your like bacteria. Is lively. Maybe if you let it stew a couple days so the bacteria gets a chance to get more robust, then that would be even better. Yeah. Don't do any of that. Yeah. Hey. So. In related uh, news to things that smell bad. Yeah. Does that. Was that. That wasn't the best. That was a flawless segue. That wasn't the best segue we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, A couple was removed from a flight. For anyone who has ever flown before, you should rejoice at this. Uh, a couple was removed from a flight in Miami because of body odor. Good. Yeah. If you have body odor, fuck you. Uh, okay. That was a little stronger than I would have gone. But no. That's, there's no excuse. That's if, fine. If you're in public and you stink... You're a horrible person and you shouldn't be allowed in public. So uh, an American Airlines flight boarding in Miami on Wednesday nights had to remove uh, Yossi Adler, uh, his wife, and their 19-month-old daughter. Uh, They were escorted off the plane after people made a stink about the family's body odor. Ah, nice pun. Made Made a stink stink. about it. Wait, did the 19-month-old baby have body odor too? Probably. So this this is the telling quote right here. Right here. Yeah. There's no body odor that we have, Adler told WPLG Thursday morning. There's nothing wrong with us. That right there, if if you're a self-aware person, yeah. you might be like, oh, 
okay, like maybe I'll throw on some deodorant or something. Yeah. Like maybe there could be body odor. Maybe I just don't smell it. If you insist that you don't smell, you have body odor. Yeah. 100%. There's a thing that the scientists over at Febreze coined the term, and it's called nose blindness. It's when you smell something for so long that you don't notice it. And I think this is probably something to do with cavemen having to stink and not being able to wash because they lived in caves. So they would just, like, ignore the stench. So, like this guy said, there was no body odor. It's like everybody has body odor. Yeah, dude, you smell like shit. I, who usually smells very good, once in a while, I'll have a tinge of body odor. And I can smell it. it. And then I get rid of it. So, yeah, like, and the way they were treated was pretty good. Like, they got a free hotel, which, thank God, had a shower in it, and they could go bathe and then come back to the airport. Aeroport. Uh, When they returned to the airport, the Adlers apparently went around asking people to take a whiff of them. We stopped several people in the airport and asked them, do you think we smell? Aww. Now I feel bad. Nah, fuck them. Whatever. You smelled before. I'm not going to feel bad for you just because you're all self-aware and sad and scared that you stink. Yeah, you probably went and had a shower and put on some fucking deodorant like you should have in the first place. As a guy who in five days is going to be locked in an airplane for 12 hours with people, do not have body odor. Yeah. You make sure you smell like a fucking rose coated in perfume before you get on that flight. Yeah. Because we're pretty much we're a self-policing society, so we have to police ourselves. So if you stink, stay home. Those are the rules. Yeah. Also, while we're on the topic, do not clip your fingernails on a plane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody clipped their fingernails on a plane? Oh, yeah. I think you should be allowed to punch that person in the face. And people who take off their shoes. Yeah. And especially people who take off. Their, their socks as well as their shoes. These Which, people exist. I've seen them. I've seen them firsthand. What fucking flights are you <laughs> on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The things people do on airplanes, I just don't know. I don't know how they were raised. I don't understand why you would go into any public space and think that's an okay thing to do. Yeah. It used to be like you were so scared of each other and full, so full of shame that you would wear a three-piece suit in the 50s just to get on a plane. Now people wear like fucking jogging pants and like Derek says, take their bare feet out and just rub it everywhere. Yeah. Also, if you're flying, wear a fucking blazer. Just just throw a blazer on. Yeah. Just make an effort to look presentable. You're in public. Well, every time I wear a blazer, they... Give me a surprise surge because I look <laughs> like, like a that drug guy dealer. has drugs. For yeah, sure. They're like that guy's wearing a blazer. <laughs> he has drugs. He's trying to circumvent uh, our uh, security by looking professional. Uh, a flight. Uh, this is just a, a nice throwaway that I liked. A flight from Dubai to Amsterdam had to make an emergency landing in Vienna last year after a passenger refused to stop passing gas. Uh, that reportedly sparked an altercation with nearby passengers. Wow. Like, that's another one, too. Like, farting? I fart a lot. I'll admit it. But if I'm on a plane, I usually hold it in because I'm scared. Plus, being a bigger guy, anytime anybody farts, everybody just looks at me and they're like, well, you're fat. It's you 90% of the time. Probably the one who was farting. Anytime. If we're hanging out in our circle of friends and somebody farts. No, it's not me. It's someone else. It's, there is, <laughs> that sounds exactly like the guy who is, farts the most. There is a chronic... <laughs> And I know this because I'm always the one who's blamed, and I know who does it. It's you. And I'm not going to mention names, but it's usually somebody who eats a lot of protein. So muscular guys, yeah, that's how I got gout. Yeah. So I had to quit eating protein so I don't fart in public anymore (laughs) at all. Never. (laughs) It's someone else. Every time. I mean, sometimes it's me. Like, we all do it once in a while. But usually it's someone else. It's you. No. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Mailbag was pretty fucking... I don't know. People seem generally happy this week. So kudos, everyone. Good job. Oh, wait. Do uh, you want to quickly 
touch on the NHL All-Star game? Sure. Do you want to do this? Yeah. So what happened was, I'm not going to get into the fact that some people said people were angry that girls partook in the skills competition because I didn't see that and I don't want to scour the entire internet. This might be one of those things where people just say people are upset that women are there so they could virtue signal that they're okay with women being there. What I'm talking about specifically is what happened was they got women to uh, demo each of the skill competitions and the girl who demoed the passing uh, exercise actually beat all of the men and uh, Brianna Decker is yeah, her name, U.S. She, Olympian. She didn't get recognized for it by the NHL, even though she beat Dreisaitl, who won the competition by so, three seconds. So there was a $25,000 uh, cash prize yeah. for winning each of the skills competitions. From the NHL. Yeah. Uh, Dreisaitl took that prize. Because, yeah, they gave he's, it to him. He's a dude. He didn't be like... Fuck women, give it to me. The NHL was like, well, you're the official winner. Here you go. Here's my thing. And like, fucking rad. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's really cool that a woman beat a man in a thing. Because like, yeah, that's probably the norm. Like, women yeah. can probably kick my ass at tons of stuff. Like, yeah. cleaning, uh, cooking, doing laundry. Uh, Wait. Like, childbirth. Aren't you? Peeing sitting down. Aren't you? Uh, Derek, nobody's better at peeing sitting down than you. <laughs> Um, Derek, but, just let me stop you right there because you're dating right now and yeah. you want these women to find out about all this stuff. Yes. When it's too late. Yeah. You want to pretend you're a happily adjusted good guy. Right. Until. I'm going to edit that out. They're emotionally attached to you. I'll edit this out. And then they're like, well, I've already spent all this time with him. I don't want to leave. Right. Uh, yeah. Women are better than me at lots of things. Like, uh. Thinking, math, yeah, math, like uh, business, sports, paychecks, <laughs> driving, yeah, uh, emotional self control, having breasts, yeah, good one. They're <laughs> oh, definitely better okay. at that. <laughs> we don't want to gender you, you specify. Are, you already have a girlfriend, okay. um, but so I get it. Uh, there was a lot of outrage that she didn't get the prize, but. This is the NHL All-Star mm-hmm. Game. And she is a representative from the CWHL. The yeah, Canadian she's not. So this league. is meant to recognize NHL players yeah. who play in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And the NHL player who did the best in the skills competition yes. was Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Therefore... Maybe the NHL player should have won the cash prize from the NHL for the NHL skills competition. Yes. Just saying. Just saying. That's a very just good saying. point. And the only way you could get around this is let women in the NHL. Yeah. Remember, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the Tampa Bay the goalie? publicity stunt. Yeah. Uh, Manon, Manon Rayon. Yeah. Look at that. Wait, uh, I was, remember. Was she French? Yeah, she was French as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she, so... Uh, Brianna Decker did end up getting $25,000. Uh, From her sponsor, CCM. Well, CCM, smart as hell. They're yeah. like, oh, oh, and we're going to get tons of great press, and all we have to do is pay $25,000 for and it. The, you could tell that they did this as a publicity stunt because it wasn't a personal confidential email that they sent to Brianna Decker, and then she was like, oh, CCM's going to pay me. They tweeted their letter saying, hey, Brianna, we're going to pay you. And then late to the game, crisis management NHL decided that they were going to give each of the four women who participated in these skills $25,000 so they could donate it to their charity of choice. Great. Good. Yeah. See, what I think they should do is they should just allow women to be in the NHL. Like, is there a specific rule that says no women in the NHL? There's nothing preventing that, no. Yeah. I don't think. I'm pretty sure that would be grounds for an immediate discrimination lawsuit if they had it on paper saying no women allowed (laughs) in this professional sports league. Plus, they've already had a woman playing goalie. 
Did she, she played a couple games, right? I don't even think she played. No, she like she warmed the bench for a little bit. Yeah. And there was like this big fucking deal. Everyone made some press about it. I don't think she ever actually played a game. Yeah. And uh, the natural place for people to go would be, well, we can't have women in the NHL because there's checking and fighting. So they wouldn't fare well against like a full size, full grown man. But as an argument to that, we have players like Elias Peterson, who is 18 years old and 150 pounds and has been on the IR list three times already in half of a season. How do you botch the, the pronunciation so badly? Why? What was it? Is Peterson? Uh, Elias Peterson. Elias? Yeah. Peterson? Peterson. You were close. Okay, there's no H in there. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm not going to like argue that his name isn't spelled that, so I said it phon- phonetically. I will admit I did screw up Pedersen, but saying Eliash. Eliash. There's no H in there, so you could see where I got that wrong. Hey, we got a good mailbag submission. What's that? Uh... Man hospitalized after injecting own semen to treat back pain. This happened before last week. Didn't we talk about this? Did we talk about this? Yeah. Oh, the most surprising thing about this was I saw this article and a newspaper wrote giving a new definition to the term cum shot. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So this guy, where was it? Ireland? Gave himself three doses. Yeah. This guy shot sperm into his arm. To cure his back pain. Nobody knows why he thought this would help, why he would go through with more than one shot, or where he even got the idea to do this in the first place. There's Reddit. If I had if I had to venture a guess, I would say he asked, what can I do for this back pain? If anyone asked me that on an internet forum, my immediate response would be load a syringe with your own jizz <laughs> and inject it into yourself just to see if they would do it. it. Sounds more like a 4chan answer yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... O- okay. That's... Oh, my God. Seemingly harmless back pain. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, I got to admit, I'm pretty proud of international press for taking all these chances for jizz-related... Puns. Stories. Yeah. Puns. Yeah. Like, people are just like, you get a story like this come across your desk. It's just like a t-ball for making bad puns. I should have probably made the ball part of that some sort of pun. Could have done it. To get on the whole jizz pun bandwagon. Would you say this guy had a comeback? Hey! Also, (laughs) like, like you just... Light bulb, you have pain in your lower back. You shoot it in your arm. Why wouldn't you shoot it directly into your back? Yeah, give yourself a spinal tap with your own semen. Like you said, and have a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Maybe we could interview this guy on the pod someday. Yeah, that would be good. Our first interview. (laughs) We wouldn't even say his name. We'd just be the guy who shot jizz in his arm. The back jizzer. Hey, uh, so... Guy who shot jizz into your arm. Bring me back to this time. And uh, what would you say was your motivation to shoot hot loads into your arm? (laughs) Into your... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else you wanted to discuss, Dale? Before Uh, we sign off for two two whole weeks? Well, I'm going to have guest hosts... Before uh, I sign off for two... Hey, everyone. I want to thank you uh, on the off chance I do end up uh, in a Chinese prison camp. I want to say what a pleasure it's been podcasting you over the past two years, I guess, we've been doing this. Fuck. Next month, it's going to be officially two years. All right, we should do something big for our anniversary. We should. Like, have a website. Like, 69 each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've we should do for six episodes. Yeah, we should do the one thing that everybody has before they start a podcast and is have a website. Yeah. And I'll admit... I said I was going to make a website. You did say that. Like months ago, and then I just didn't. So I will do that. We'll get there. You know? I will, I will slap together something while you're in China. It's not, it's not, the, it's not the, the destination that's important, Dale. It's the journey. Yeah. Or whatever. Like our 75-episode journey 
to getting a website. <laughs> uh, as always, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Outrage Factory. I have been your host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I'm Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us on the Twitter machine at Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, like us on Facebook. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find we're hosted on Simplecast. I think it's Simplecast Black Slash. Simplecast Backslash. There you go. Outrage Factory. Uh, if you like what you hear or you just want to give us money because you have too much of it, uh, you can hit us up on Patreon. Yeah. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and then give us a whole bunch of good reviews. And then does iTunes pay you if you get enough good no. reviews? No. Ah, fuck it. Don't do that. <laughs> fuck them. Don't give us good reviews. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, and tune in next week, I guess, when Dale will be hosting uh, with the co-hosts of the Star Trek-related podcast, Subspace Transmissions. Yes. Did I get that right? Tyler and Cam will be on. I'm not exactly sure what day that'll come out. We're still fine-tuning the schedule. Oh, and uh, if you want to go check out Subspace Transmissions, I'm going to be on that podcast for next Sunday. Synergy. I like it. Yeah. Look at that. We're going to do a little crossover. You want to uh, listen to me make slightly less disc jokes, but entirely just talk about Star Trek Discovery, then go check it out. Alien dicks. They talk about that a lot. We don't, but we should. All right. Okay. uh, Until next time. Stay angry. Stay angry.